Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya, are you? I am ready for some juicy, indulgent, great, gracious, fantastic sex with Jaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me read you something. Yes, read it. The tiger started to touch my body while we were standing together. He awakened me with gentle pressure on my arm, my belly, and my back. May I remove your clothing? I moaned as the blouse, pants, and shame fell away. All the while, he stroked and caressed me everywhere. He moved me into the trance state I'd found the first time with him. His touch brought me out of my always wrong body to my having no body at all. I was pure sensation, erotic thoughtlessness. Mm. Mm. That's an excerpt from this wonderful, fantastic, sensational book I'm reading by Pamela Madsen, and I can't put it down. I've cried, I've laughed, I've found myself inside its pages, plus I know most of the characters in real life, so you know I love he- hearing all about this journey. You just can't shut up about it. I can't, I know, poor D-Love, he's been like, yeah, shameless, shameless, shameless is like all I'm talking about. I'm like, I'm walking, I was hiking the other day and walking in this beautiful countryside, but I had my nose in a book as I was walking. I kind of tripped and fell in some holes. But um, at any rate, <laughs> I know that many of you can listening can relate to this book. You know, have you ever been at war with your body? Have you ever been ashamed to really dive into your pleasure? Have you been in a relationship with your significant other so long that you forgot what it was like to feel that rush of heat and passion? Well, today my guest Pamela Madsen is going to share some of her story with us as well as offer advice on how you can find some scintillating, scrumptious sexual pleasure. I think the most controversial part of her book is that Pamela sought out hands-on sexual services from a variety of practitioners. Myself, being a sexological body worker, I felt a great leap in my heart that someone is finally talking about their experiences with this type of education and healing. Even Dr. Christian Northrup, physician, best-selling author, and internationally renowned women's health expert, is getting behind us. She commented, Up until very recently, hands-on sexual healing has been cloaked in secrecy, shame, and misunderstanding. But a bold new group of courageous pioneers, such as Pamela Madsen, 
are leading the way towards a deeper, richer understanding of women's sexual pleasure as a force for health and healing that positively affects all areas of their lives. This new feminism includes embracing our erotic power and hands-on sexual healing is the right setting, in the right setting can be a very effective way to accomplish, accomplish this. Oh, I get so excited just reading that that I can't talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so exciting for me, you know, having been a bikini and a sacred intimate and a sexological body worker, and now I, you know, I'm, I'm using the term somatic sexologist, but I'm all for the promotion of hands-on sexual education and healing work, and I can get behind Pamela, her story, and her message. So if you can tell by my voice, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> she loves listening to me talk about it, you know. Go ahead. Bump up the heat. I can't tell at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, so I have to bring Pamela on the line because I'm so excited. Are you there, Pamela? I am. I was just sort of getting lost in the tiger's embrace. <laughs> <laughs> you were going back to that place. Oh, you know, it's not a bad place to be. I've spent a few hours even this afternoon in that place. Mm-hmm. It's a, You know, I, I had to get on the phone leave a session. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Jaya, I do love you. Because mm. that was a hard session to leave. <laughs> you must love me. I, I know I wouldn't want to leave something like that. Yeah, but on you the know, radio. It's, really, it's really important, I think, to begin this conversation. And mm. if I can be the catalyst, if I can be the first penguin in the water, and we'll see if the killer whales eat me or not, mm-hmm. um, and make it safe for the other penguins to jump in, mm-hmm. you know, I'm okay, I'm ready to jump. I'll be a penguin with you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so everybody has to go check out Pam's website. She's got an awesome blog there. BeingShameless.com is her website. You can find out more about her and the book. But let's just dive into, you know, some questions. So Pam... Pamela, why did you write this book, and what gave you the courage to do so? Well, I, it was a blog first. So this book was really written um, in real time as things were happening to me, which is why it's so vulnerable and real, because I didn't think anyone was listening. You, you know, were the Riverdale I was goddess. I remember reading your blog. Yes, the Riverdale goddess, the very <laughs> unusual adventures of a not very ordinary housewife. <laughs> And when you're writing anonymously, I had used the name Kate back then, um, you're really able to pour your heart and soul out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what had happened to me was the people who I had worked with, um, I'm not mentioning their names, Jaya, um, the people who I was working with, um, you know, wanted me to pull it down. They felt that it was inappropriate for me to have this blog, and I, I didn't feel that it was an a, um, erotic blog, per se. There are sexy parts of the blog. You've read them. you read a little sexy part of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, a much, it was a much bigger deal. This was about healing. This was about a woman learning to fall in love with herself. This was about a woman giving other women permission to do the same and touching the hearts of men. I mean, I have huge male readers because I'm also talking to them about how they may actually be feeling in their lives. There's lots of men who do hands-on work, and why do they do it, and what are they feeling? And here was a woman putting that into words for them, 
Does that make I sense? love too, that you talk that you talk about stopping the war with your weight and your workaholism. You know, I can totally relate to the both of those. Right. And I think most people can, you know, and, and so to have the courage to really write about the sexual part of of the healing aspect for you. I think that's well, that once was, I that learned that my imperfect body could give me perfect pleasure. Mm-hmm. Something shifted. You know, we always think that we can't have certain things because we look a certain way or, you know, maybe if we lose 10 more pounds, then we could, you know, have that great experience. But what happened to me was I went with my imperfect body and worked with these wonderful people that helped me feel pleasure in that body. And then my whole life shifted Mm -hmm. because I found out that the phone could ring and go into voicemail. (laughs) <laughs> it was okay. The world didn't stop. You know, I stopped sleeping with my Blackberry. Come on, do you sleep with your Blackberry? How many people sleep with their Blackberry? And I know many. Brain. I have them as my clients. Right? <laughs> yes. And so, you know, really it transformed not only how I looked at myself, but how I looked at my life. You know, there's this great line that says, pleasure is life transformational. And it's true. And, you know, the fact is is that I actually did lose weight. But I lost weight not because I went on a diet, per se. I lost weight because I was, I was feeding myself what I really needed, mm-hmm. which was touch. Mm-hmm. And by having somebody touch me on a regular basis in a more therapeutic way than lover touch, I got to really feel my body again. And that it's really sort of like when you me. first fall in love with somebody and you just kind of lose your appetite because you're so fed by the love, by the touch and the love and all those things that you're getting that you don't need necessarily to go for those emotional foods. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just less hungry. And I would leave my sessions feeling filled and sexy and I would swing my tush down the street afterwards. <laughs> And men would smile at me, and I, and I started noticing that men were smiling at me, so instead of looking down, I started to smile back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really reawakened, you know, as my own midlife sex goddess. I love it, the and, midlife sex goddess. Mm-hmm. So uh, another question, you know, for many people who are in long-term relationships, the idea of just changing your sexual practices or introducing what, what's considered extreme. I wouldn't even say what you did was extreme at all, in my view, but for many people listening, it is, um, that it can be a threat to the happiness and health of the relationship. So what would you say is the best approach to um, like a spouse or a significant other regarding this? I get this question all the time, Pam, of like, I want to try oral sex or I want to try erotic massage or I want to try this, but, my, but I can't talk to my partner about it. There's no way. Well, it's really hard to talk to our partners. I mean, you know, I think, you know, some of the things that I experimented with, with my sacred intimates, things such as light, light BDSM, restraint, spanking, I couldn't do that with my husband. I mean, that terrified me to do that with my husband. Mm-hmm. That was way too intimate. <laughs> but to be able to do it with a trained professional, I felt safer 
and less um, exposed than I would have with my spouse. But, you know, it is possible, Jaya, to do this with your partner. I think you have to start with a conversation. And I know it's really hard sometimes to have those conversations. But it's about sitting down and saying, look, you know, I want to share something with you. And it, it feels embarrassing to me, but it's important. And can, can we talk about it? That's a really important key, something you said right there, is just being really honest and transparent of, like, you know, this is embarrassing for me to talk about. I'm uncomfortable talking about this. Like, just put out your vulnerability. I think that that's a really big first step. And usually the partner is really interested, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and supportive. I think and you found that as a surprise with, with your own partner, your husband, right? You talk about in the book, um, you know, how you'd be surprised you discover something he was into. Absolutely. And you, you had know, no I, idea that, and, that and my opening that. created an opening for him, mm-hmm. because I was willing to be open. It created a freedom in our marriage. We went to one scene um, in the book. We went to a sex shop. We went, to, and you know, I went with my own little je- agenda, right, of what I thought I wanted to buy us as a couple or me, and that. That bag was being filled up with stuff I had no idea about. (laughs) (laughs) He was having a fun time. I was like, really? Really? Okay. (laughs) Anal sex. Got it. Who knew? (laughs) You know, hemorrhoid cream. Got it. Next. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, when we open and we become freer, it gives our partners permission to be freer. For me to tell this story... It becomes a place for couples. Men and women both should read the story. It becomes a place of dialogue. Mm-hmm. But you often need somebody to begin the dialogue for you. And, you know, I think there's also that piece, Jaya, that we can be two sexual beings in one relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you know really what I mean important. by that? I know what you mean by that, but why don't you let our listeners know what you okay. mean by that? Okay, well, what I mean by that is, now, I've been in a marriage for 30 years. I met my husband when I was 17. Um, we have different sexual desires. We're two separate sexual beings in one marriage. We have places in our marriage where our sexual desires meet and work really well together. But my husband has his own little fantasy life. I don't really know everything about it. I don't need to. It's his privacy. You know, there's a difference between secrecy and privacy. Mm -hmm. In my marriage, we have some privacy. So when I go and do a session, my husband is not going to ask me for the down low on everything I did. Okay? So I don't hide that I'm going for a session or that I had a great session, but I have privacy around that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We yeah, can, I say mystery, uh, I got this from Jack Morin, mystery and obstacle equal hot turn-on, so that mystery yeah. is what you're calling privacy. You know, you create that little bit of mystery. Little, little yeah, bit I mean, we need to, you I need to have part of the feminine while. So we have I to take a break, Pamela, but we're going to come back. We're going to ask more questions about, uh, about all the nitty-gritty of Pamela's book and more advice on, you know, how you can get your pleasure back, how you can ditch your diet and get in touch with your body and your life and your lover and claim your sexuality and your pleasure. So more Sex with Jaya when we come back. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring women Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and for those of you who haven't checked out the yummy organic Allocadabra, go to allocadabra.com, use coupon code JAYA, J-A-I-Y-A, for 20% off shipping. It's free when you buy any three, and they have some yummy flavors. There's Tahitian vanilla, and uh, the lavender is my favorite, and there's natural aloe if you don't want a, a scent or a flavor. And you can also find Aloe Cadaver nationwide at any one of Vitamin Shop's 490 locations at Whole Foods in Southern California or at Sprouts if you live in Arizona, Denver, and California. I always oh. joke about Aloe Cadaver being putting it on my salad because you always make it sound like a <laughs> tasty uh, appetizer or something. Well, you can put it on your um, partner salad. It's true, and toss, and toss that. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're talking with Miss Pamela Madsen today. I call everybody Miss. 
Um, beingshameless.com is her website. You can also find her on Facebook. That's Pamela Madsen. Um, and she has this awesome book, Shameless, How I Ditched the Diet, Got Naked, Found True Pleasure, and Somehow Got Home in Time to Cook Dinner. Uh, so, so, Pamela, if a significant other's journey and desires around sex are not in line with somebody's you know, own, I get this question a lot too, to what extent should the partner be expected to compromise their own desires in sake of the other? So let me give you a hypothetical. Um, you know, I get this a lot. Like, I'm really into BDSM. My wife won't go there. So I want to go to a dominatrix. Is that okay? Like, I get that a lot from people. Or I really want to do anal sex, but my partner won't go there. You know, what is this thing with this expectation of your partner and... You know, I'm in a polyamorous relationship, so if my partner doesn't want to go there, that's okay. I can go have that fulfilled with a new partner if I wanted to. But what about people who are in more of like a marriage, like you are, or a monogamous situation? That was a lot for one question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it depends on the agreements in the marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think it's okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I do. I think it's okay as long as it's within the boundaries that's negotiated in the marriage. Yeah, you often said during that the, during the book that you didn't feel like you were cheating. No. Yeah. No. I, you know, I, it took me a little while to really... I, once I told Gavin that I was doing this, I didn't feel like I was cheating anymore. No. Because we had, we had a discussion. There were boundaries that I knew I needed to stick within. And that was going to make him comfortable. He was not interested in exploring some of the things that I was interested in exploring. He went for a couple of sessions with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he learned tried it out. <laughs> it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. And but he knew it was important to me. And that's part of loving someone. You know, part of loving someone is allowing them to be who they can be in their own life. That's really loving someone, not saying that's too scary, it threatens me, you can't have it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you true, love. Well, true I, love. I'm oh, sorry? I champion everything that you're saying. This is one of my biggest things in the, in the world of relationships. If uh, you are trying to close down your partner or making it impossible for them to reveal themselves because of your own fear, that seems to be the opposite of love to me making way for them to express themselves and then if they feel a need to act on it and that's threatening to you or threatening to you physically or uh, any number of other things, then you can choose to not engage in the relationship as a romantic relationship anymore. But why would you want to close down the person you love simply because you fear or are not interested in something that they are passionate or need to have in their life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I always say that my husband's a love warrior. Mm. Yeah. You know, I want to jump around a little bit. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm so excited. I'm, I'm one of these excited people. When I'm like, kind of like a puppy, so just excuse me, Pamela. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place. Um, you talked a lot about how many people you've met sort of in the underground sex community come from all walks of life, all ranges, all body types. And gaining confidence can be especially hard to people with poor body image. And this is a big one. Uh, Really, I think you're just touching on so much, especially for women. And I know men deal with body image, too. 
But as a woman who's warred with her weight for so many years, and I mean, just like it's, I love the whole raspberry thing in your book. Everybody go read the raspberry thing. That, that had me cracking up and crying. Um, how were you able to embrace your body? What was it that allowed you to come to terms with your body image and the way your body was? And, and let me add to this. I personally also struggle with, you know, should I just come to love and accept my body? Or do I need to lose that extra 10 pounds? Because really it's actually like kind of unhealthy. That's just my own like self-dialogue. But how did you embrace it? Well, you know, I think, first of all, I think it's a practice. Okay. <laughs> like yoga. Self-love <laughs> is a practice. The yoga of body image. I see it yeah. now. It's a blog. Well, I, I think it's true, though. I mean, I, it, would be, it would be unfair for me to say that I always accept my body, Jaya. I don't always accept my body, but I used to really hate my body. I used to not be able to look at my body or be naked or see myself or find any beauty in my body at all. But now I can. Do I ever have days where I wake up and feel dissatisfied and cranky? Of course I do. We all do. But there's a difference between it becoming something that just visits us now and again or something that we suffer with every day. Mm-hmm. And learning how to experience pleasure in my body, learning to see my curves in my body in a way that brought beauty and pleasure to me um, was a very special thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what advice would you give to men out there who, you know, if their partner has some kind of body image issue. I know D-Love, he can speak to this. And we live in Los Angeles where it's just, you know, body image issue central. Um, so <laughs> even the most gorgeous, beautiful supermodels are they're sometimes the worst with us. But, but for, for a guy who's dealing maybe with a partner who doesn't love her body and some, maybe some of the things you did with Marcus, what are some tips that you could provide to kind of help a woman get more comfortable with herself? Well, I think it really would be wonderful if, the, if they, the partner could spend time showing his lover, his woman, that she's beautiful. I mean, take the time to notice. Take the time to see her. If she's doing something different or putting on lipstick or getting her hair done, don't just grunt and say, yeah, it's nice. You know, really see her. Hold her. Rub your hands over her nice round ass and give it a squeeze. Tell her that's a sexy ass. Give it a spank. <laughs> you know, affirm her. Mm-hmm. As yeah, I think I think guys, uh, one of the things I would say out there is just uh, getting more creative in the way you describe things sometimes. Because you know, when a woman says, "Well, how does this look?" and um, and you're just kind of like, "Oh, it's fine. It's okay," as opposed to like, "I want to throw you down and eat you for dessert." Right. <laughs> There's a big difference between those words. Exactly. And, um, and so we need them, we need our partners to help us feel like the object of desire. Mm-hmm. Because most love? women, yes, most women, you always get in trouble. A lot of women <laughs> like to feel like the object of desire. We want to feel like that juicy bone that our man can't get enough of. We, many of us want our man to throw us on the bed and ravage us in a loving, safe, and consensual way. <laughs> Please ravish me. D-Love, can you ravish me with your words? You've done it before. 
Would you like me to do this right now? I don't know. Can you? Are you up for the challenge? Yes. I pull your hair tightly with the grip of my hand as I run my fingers down your spine and I lift your shirt to feel your flesh and pull it tight to me. Come to me and let me consume you. <laughs> what do you think, Pam? Does he pass? He passes. He does very, very well. Um, anytime he's ready, I'm ready too. <laughs> uh, so, Pam, you know, while sexual openness is slowly becoming more mainstream, yeah, I, I see it all the time, you know, in the media. I saw, like, a vibrator commercial really late at night. There's stuff going on. It's starting to get more mainstream. The media is talking about it. But people are still so afraid to examine their own desires or they're too embarrassed or unsure how to contact a sex educator like you or me or any number of the people in your book. Um, what do you think is the best support or education system for people who are willing to learn but are unsure about how to begin? Um, say that again, please. You know, like people who want to learn, who want to find a sex educator or who want to, to learn more about what you did. You know, like, like the first thing I wanted to do, even though I know all these people, is like, I want a session like that. So what do you suggest for people who don't know how to begin? Well, there's a couple of things that people can do. Um, there's a couple of things that people can do. Um, there's a sexological association, sexological bodywork association. There's a website. They can check it out. There's a list of people who they could get started with. Um, people like me are offering coaching one-on-one -on -one to help people uh, begin the journey. It's really good to have somebody to help guide you. Um, and there are workshops, body electric workshops all over the country um, that are safe and wonderful and a great place for people to begin. Awesome. All right, we have to go to another break. I'm having so much fun with Pamela Madsen on the show, author of Shameless. You can go to her site, beingshameless.com. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. 
Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. I've been teasing you all with my new website launch. And now I actually have a date. We're scheduled to launch February 1st. I am so excited. Yippee, yay, 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 yay. I'm having a little orgasm over here about it. Um, in the meantime, you can visit me at redhottouch.com where you can learn more about all the great stuff we have going on, D-Love and I. And um, look forward to the new site with lots of valuable, free, amazing content. So uh, videos and articles, and you can find out your own unique sexual stage, where you're at in your sexuality. So that's, that's super exciting for me to have people be able to kind of go on and, uh, and find that out. So look forward to that. I want to touch just a little bit more. Pamela and I were talking about um, resources, like where people might go to learn or to begin to get some of this hands-on either sex education or sexual healing work. And um, you, know, you can look at resources in the Tantra community or sexological body work. But... Um, and we were talking a little bit about body electric. Those are some of the you know, search words. But in finding somebody, if you're going to study privately with, with somebody, I really high, highly recommend screening them because not every practitioner out there is equal. And um, you really want to know, know what you're getting into. I would really ask them about ethics. What are their, what's their ethical code? Are you going to be naked? Knowing what you're comfortable with before you go in, knowing what your boundaries are, and really communicating them to the practitioner because... You want somebody who's going to honor your boundaries, and you want to be in a space where you feel safe. Wouldn't you say that that's really a key word, Pamela, is feeling safe? Safe is huge. And, and it's, again, it's about really knowing your boundaries going in mm-hmm. and speaking your boundaries with the practitioner. Right. And, you know, there are other women who are going through this, and soon there's going to be a community at beingshameless.com. It's not up yet. There are seminars that we're going to be offering um, all over the country. If they go to my website, JayaBeingShameless.com, there are seminars and there will be other women to talk to. And this is a journey that you're going to want to talk about with other women and hear who they're working with and share experiences. Mm -hmm, Yay! Yay! You know, this has been such a resource for men. You know, you can get on like Arrow, like you get on so many websites out there. And, and I have the same thing, Pamela. You know, you start searching for a male practitioner who works on women, and it was actually really hard. It's hard to find. And then it's hard to find any reviews on those male practitioners, whereas like I feel like the resources out there for men who want these types of services, it's like all over the place on the Internet. Exactly. So I'm glad you're providing a resource for all of us women who want to explore. 
Um, so, D-Love, you have a question. Yes, an area of great interest to me. I was just wondering, during your journeys through the underground sex world, you ran into... Underground. Subjects. Yes, underground. <laughs> you you ran into a bunch of subjects that uh, were deemed too taboo for everyday discussion. Do you think that these acts and activities can ever hit the mainstream, or is tab- the taboo aspect of them um, important to their survival? You know, if you're talking about, you know, what I call BDSM light, um, you know, spanking, restraints, that kind of that kind of play, mm-hmm. it's already on mainstream. Right. <laughs> you know, I was watching Weeds this season, mm. and you know, I saw two spankings, <laughs> <laughs> two very hot spankings, followed by two very hot, you know. You know, him doing her over the bar scene. Right. Sex scenes. Right. Um, You know, spanking has been around a really long time. As it should be. As it should be. You know, um, erotic spanking. Do I what? Do you like to be spanked, D-Love? I think I'm more in the mode of liking spanking. Ah. He's a spanker, not a spanker. He wants to be a spanker right now. Yep. Do you want to spank yeah. me, D-Love? I would. I'd give your ass <laughs> a good slap here and there and surprise I, you. Get... I think we need to get a lesson from Pam. Yeah, it's all about the warm-up. You mm. know, we're not talking about turning um, somebody's buttocks, you know, into pummeled veal, okay? <laughs> so a good, a good sexy spanking is a sexy spanking. It can be very, very erotic, and it's an art. And, you know, it was, a, it was something that I was always turned on by, but I was very shamed about it. It was a mm-hmm. secret fantasy for me. And um, it was one of the things that I did, um, you know, uncover and make friends with and explore during um, my sessions. Also, playing with restraints and blindfolds really helped me learn how to receive pleasure. You know, women are so lousy at receiving. We are. I'm, I'm one of the worst at it. I yeah. love to give, but, boy, turn the tables on me. And I'm learning, though. D-Love D- is teaching me. I, and I'm a bad bottom, Pam. You're a pushy bottom, you aren't teach you? teach me how to be a good bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to leave the bottom. pushy bottom stuff alone. You know, it's kind of, I was telling somebody about life. You know, she was, she was actually looking at an, an agent. And I said, look. It's kind of like power and surrender. You're going to trust the people in your life who are going to top you, whether it's sexually top you or in your work world, right? You get a manager, an agent. You're going to have to let them do their jobs, and you're going to have to give them power Mm -hmm. and surrender in order for them to really do what they can do for you. It's the same thing in sexuality and with BDSM. How can you really let go? And how can you really learn how to surrender touch? And sometimes you need a blindfold. Sometimes you need light restraints to say, you're really not going anywhere. I'm really going to be giving you pleasure now, and you're going to be receiving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't play with restraints so much anymore because now I hold still. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to learn how to do that. But part of that, Jaya, is also really feeling safe with the people that we give our power to. You don't give your power to anybody. 
Mm. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be playing power and surrender games, you better know who you're playing with and trust them. Mm-hmm. What other taboo things? You know, you talk about lots of underground taboo things. What other? I'm I'm just curious. What other taboo things are there out there besides BDSM? I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> I I didn't do, I didn't do everything, Jaya. Processing. <laughs> Uh, I had boundaries. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can think of some taboos. You know, I think anal play is taboo. You talked about anal play in your book. Yes, you know, I guess for some people, some... anal play can be taboo. Yes, that's a very taboo area. Mm-hmm. An area of the body that holds a lot of shame. An area that we're really ashamed of, and uh, I know a lot of people who just will not go there. It's funny, you know, that didn't have a lot of, didn't have a tremendous amount of shame. It was just unexplored. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was unexplored. The only thing that I really had shame around was my body, being seen naked. You know, could I be seen as beautiful? Mm. Um, and my desires around being dominated because... That's, you know, it's not really that acceptable for dominant women to want to be dominant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't make a lot of space for women to give up power. Mm. We're expected to go out there into the workforce and everything else that we do and be very much in our own masculine energy. We hardly ever get to be in our feminine and to be a place of receptive um, opening. And that's what BDSM taught me, was how to really move into my own feminine energy. Mm. Yeah, we we talk about the BDSM and bondage stuff as a way of uh, giving up control because most of us are so used to having to be so in control every day, all day, that it's a place of of just take me, let let me be... um, let me be. Let me lose myself in this experience and not have to guide where we're going. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's that's. Um, it, it attracts me to take people into that space, and maybe that's why I've done the work that you know I've done. Is just I I really my erotic charge, or as we would say in sexological body work, my core erotic theme is really gifting people with that kind of experience. So um, that has been just just really fun to be partnered with the love because he's really into exploring these things. I don't. It's it's a area as a sexologist where I'm learning a lot. The whole BDSM world because as a before when I was a tantra practitioner, I was I just didn't understand it. I didn't get it. I thought it was dark. I thought like why would anybody want to experience pain? But mm. then when I started understanding it as sensation, like you talk about uh, Pamela being yeah. just a big bag of sensation, then I started getting it. I was like, oh, like, well, I use a blindfold in Tantra. Oh, well, we do sensation play in Tantra. Like, it's the same thing. It's just a different language, and it's just always been so portrayed every time I saw it. It was like dark dungeons with, like, scary masks and just, like, weirdly weird stuff going on that I couldn't relate to it. But now I totally get it, and I totally understand it, and I'm so grateful to have a partner in D-Love who, you know, is, is open to that exploration. So... When we get back, we're going to talk more with Pamela Madsen, and you can find out more about her at beingshameless.com. More sex with Jaya when we return.
talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Allocadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, health and wellness, business, sports, green talk, power up motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High definition, premier quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with Pamela Madsen, author of the new book, Shameless, How I Ditched the Diet, Got Naked, Found True Pleasure, and Somehow Got Home in Time to Cook Dinner. I love it. Um, Pamela is a mother of two, so Pam, your your boys were teenagers when you wrote this book, when you were going through all of this, and um, you know you, you had to deal with the concept. I love the part of your book where your sons find you know some of your educational videos, educational videos. I put in quotes. Um, but how though do you think that the concept of embracing sexuality and sexual liberation should be introduced to our younger generations, and more importantly, when? Well, you know what? I, I think it's like everything else. It's got to be age-specific. I, I think the important messages around sexuality for kids start young, and it's about self-acceptance. That, you know, however they, they want 
to feel or touch their own bodies as healthy and normal mm-hmm. and really mirroring that acceptance back to them mm-hmm. and then also teaching them about, you know, their own boundaries and that yeah, their body really belongs to one. them. Yeah, yeah, boundaries being so, so important. I, uh, there's nope. a book that I really love called Dilemmas of Desire, and it was a, a study on teenage girls. And for the majority of them, sex was something that just happened. They had to be drunk in order to claim it because they had so much shame around it. And out of all the girls they studied, only two had actually, like, you know, learned about anything, set boundaries, knew what they wanted, and that was just such a sad study to me. <laughs> and really, so. really, my book in so many ways is about boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you explore within boundaries? Mm-hmm. How yeah, deeply really can important. you go in an experience within those boundaries? Mm. And that you can go and have a fabulous adventure and not have to trash your life. True. You know, I didn't trash my life. I didn't trash the life of my children. Um, you know, they grew up, they went to college, they've got great grades, they're well-adjusted, they have girlfriends, and they're normally kooky, like everybody else is. <laughs> you know, if we weren't all a little bit kooky, we'd be real boring, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a really pretty normal family. We look like anybody else at IHOP, okay? I say the same thing about my family. You know, we're we're pretty normal, even though there's three of us. I have two partners and our mm-hmm. baby and, you know... We're, we, you know, have dinner just like everybody else at night and do, do this, you know, it's pretty normal. Yep. And, you know, I think that, you know, my message is that, you know, it's so interesting. We, we you know, and, and this is not around, you know, this is my own stuff, but, you know, we, we watch Desperate Housewives on television and we, we, we make it acceptable for people in real housewives, all these real housewife shows, all these people behaving terribly mm-hmm. and not having any morals and, you know, basically doing whatever they want. It's okay to have sex in the bushes and cheat and, you know, have multiple divorces. Well, you know what? I didn't do that. Right. That's not what happened here. I saw sexual healers. Do you have judgment around that? Okay, have judgment. What marriage are you on? What right. number? You know, I'm in a 30-year-old marriage. I raised, you know, two boys. We're doing fine. Now, maybe this is a different way of looking at how one finds themselves. I get that. You may not want to do it. That's fine. I'm not out there swinging some sort of chain saying that everyone has to go do what I did. But what I am saying to people is step up to yourself. Really see who you are. Look at your desires. Give yourself a chance to explore them. And there's lots of safe ways that you can do this without having to destroy your life. Mm -hmm. Or your marriage or, yeah, yeah. I agree. Good communication, knowing your boundaries, knowing the boundaries within your relationship. I think all of those are really important keys to doing that. So everyone go to Pamela's website. It's beingshameless.com. You can also find Pamela on Facebook. And, Pamela, you're on a tour right now. Yes. In fact, I have some really cool events. Um, if, for folks who are in Northern California, if you're a mommy, I'm having a great mommy, Mommy's Night Out at Good Vibes, Good Vibrations. 
Awesome. On the 25th, they're going to have mommy teenies and cupcakes and leave the kids at home. And I'm also doing a book re- reading in San Francisco on the 26th at 6 o'clock at Book Passages in San Francisco. And in Los Angeles, the L.A. folks. Yay! Um, if you go to Being Shameless on Facebook, it's, it's a little confusing. So you said being beingshameless.com is my website. But if you also go to Being Shameless on Facebook, you'll find my other events. I have a fantastic event going on in Los Angeles um, at a private home, but you've got an RSVP, and I'm going to do a reading, answer questions. We're going to talk about pleasure, and I'll be speaking at Coco de Mer, and I'm also going to be doing a reading at the Laguna Beach um, Bookstore. So all of this is online, California. and come meet me. Let's Yay. talk about pleasure up close and personal. And ladies, if you have questions, you don't want to ask them on the air, I'll have time to talk to people. Great, great. Well, I love what you're doing. And, you know, I, I have already had some people write to me and say, I've already bought Pamela's book. I'm, you know, <laughs> like, I well, put thank it out you. there. You're doing very well. There's a lot of curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the kind of book that women or people either incredibly love or they get really angry. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know you're doing something right. <laughs> Nobody has a milk toast reaction to shameless. Yeah. I think that my you know, my biggest reaction has just been like really missing my old life. Because mm-hmm. because I, I was on the other end of the spectrum uh from you where I was doing the work that right. the I was doing sacred intimacy work and bikini work and I had my hands on people's bodies and was right. helping them go through the transformations that you right. are. And it, my work has shifted such that I'm no longer really doing much hands-on work. And, um, you know, I'm doing more radio and media and TV, and that was really my goal and what I wanted. But there's part of me that really misses that, as well as, you know, since I became a new mom, I feel like I, I'm at the beginning all over again. And I'm like, wow, maybe I should go to New York City and see the Tantric Tiger. <laughs> but I well, there's some great the people, there's some great people in Los Angeles, too. Uh. <laughs> Some very good people in Los Angeles too. Uh. There's a lot of people doing this work all across the country. We it's you just true. have to know the secret handshake. It's mm. true, and once you kind of get in the club, it's um, you know it's all available. In, yeah, it is. It's very available, and uh, I really you know I I think you're just doing wonderful things for people who are doing this hands-on work, Pam, and by putting your story out there because so many people are ashamed to speak about it. I can't, you know, I can't, I, all my clients want confidentiality, confidentiality, which is, you know, really important, and I, and I completely honor that, but I think it's so fabulous that somebody is finally speaking out about their experiences with this type of work and giving it uh, a le- legitimacy, because I think that it's something that's really important for us and something that, that needs a voice. So I just have to say thank you for your courage and thank you for putting it out there, because now it has a voice. Well, thank you. You know, we're going to take the shame away. Yep. You know. Yep. Well, listen, I, love, I have just loved talking with everybody, and I hope they connect to me. I hope I get a whole bunch of new friends on Facebook after this call. <laughs> yes, go to, go to Pam's website, beingshameless.com. You can check out, I actually just wrote a blog about uh, Pam and the book, and um, that will be up on the Liberator website next week. That's liberator.com, but I'll also have it on my new site when I get that launched. February. Well, thank 3rd. you. 
So, um, yeah, I'm just Pamela, Pamela, Pamela this oh week. Oh, my God. I'm about Pamela. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I like something, Pamela, I put it out there in a big way. So oh, I, you know, I'd, I'd heard your book was really great, and then I, I hunkered down because I knew I was going to interview this week, and I started reading it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've just spent three hours reading this book. This is really crazy. So um, it must be good. Thank you so much, Pamela. I've had a great time on Sex with Diet. Okay. Thank I love you to come for back. joining this us. Wonderful. Thanks so much. I'm very excited about your book, and I wish you much success. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Oh, God. Within my boundaries, Jaya, I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.